0: No. Guys, I want to get loud all of a sudden. Uh, do it. Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to I knew it was coming. I'm sorry, guys, you can't hold I them need back. to do that. It is.
1: It is. You feel like Poseidon chucking that bugger down.
2: <laughs> 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 chucking that bugger. <laughs>
0: did 45. you butt out that deer? I did not butt out that deer, but the next one I get, okay, I'm just getting his butt out.
2: Is that little speedy out here in the back?
0: Droopop, bow drop. I'm sorry. Droopop. Hello. Stay tuned. I'll be back after my seizure.
3: (laughs) Every little chipmunk that was running around, everything's dead quiet, and I went (laughs) (laughs)
0: like that. (laughs) Just happened. Just happened. I saw what is in essence a nature gasm. Good evening, everybody. Welcome again around the sauna campfire. This is Uncle Buck coming at you. Who do I have with me tonight?
1: It's Kyle. I'm Steve. I'm Will. Hey, and I'm Catfish.
0: <laughs> and I think Ryan and DK will eventually filter in here tonight. Uh, but uh, even more so, we have a big night tonight, guys. We have... You have a big night in particular. This is oh, your wheelhouse. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been anticipating this for, what, three weeks since... Anyhow, Stevie let me know yeah, about yeah. who we're having tonight, guys.
1: Yep. Yeah. we've been excited. Any guesses? Uh I don't know.
0: What is my favorite species of fish?
1: Bofin. Women. No, no. Crappie.
0: Thank you, Will. Oh. It is crappie. Oh. When I go out, that's the fish I want to catch in a lake. Mermaids. I, I appreciate it. And and we Mermaid. probably we probably have the 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 most premier crappie fisherman that I've known of for the last
1: oh absolutely yeah
0: twenty years that I've started.
1: <laughs> Who is it, Bud? Mr. Get to it, Mister yeah, Wally Marshall. Mister well, Crappie,
0: Mister Crappie, Wally Marshall.
2: Wow. Hey, Wally. Hey, what are you guys doing? Sound <laughs> like y'all having a party? W- we're That's trying right. to,
0: and it just got better, man.
2: Every Thursday. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. What, what are you up to today?
2: Well, I'm at the Bassmasters Classic over here in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm the only crappie fisherman at the Bassmasters Classic Expo.
1: No kidding. Oh, wow.
2: Oh, yeah. How's it oh, going? Yeah.
1: Is it lonely then?
2: <laughs> well, it, it, was set up, it, was, it was set up day to day, and uh, everybody's getting their booze together, and of course, I'm here working with blue strike king th marine uh hummingbird minn Kota, just on and on man it's just uh we just got a lot of stuff going on here and for the next couple of days i'll be shaking hands kissing babies and hugging grandmas you know and uh, just having a great time and um promoting all my new stuff and and um uh, You know, I know it's a bass fishing event, but there's a lot of crappie fishermen, but they say crappie here. Yeah, do they? Okay, it's it's crappie, not crappie, in the Carolinas, all the way down to almost Florida. But in Florida, they call them specks. In Louisiana, below I-10, they call them sockele. In North Louisiana, in East Texas, they call them white perch. They call it's it, all the same really? fish, and in Vermont, it's strawberry bass.
0: <laughs> Holy! I, I've 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 heard of crappie. I've heard of uh, crappie and crappie, and that's that's it, Wally.
2: Yeah. Well, they call them specks in Florida.
1: Uh, and I can, you know I
2: can In Texas, uh, a speck is a speckled perch or a speckled trout. Right. He's yeah. A, yeah. Crowd on the coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, been put in a lot of miles. Drove from Texas over here last night, and uh, just put in a lot of miles. And we're going to put on a big show this weekend here at the Bass Masters Classic. So you got to be
1: pretty tired after a long day at uh, <laughs> a long day there, and then you know, spending some time with us on the phone. That's man, you. you well, must be a lot worked. of
2: people. A lot of people don't know that I put on about eighty-five to 92,000 miles a year on this Ford Super Duty. Wow. Man, yeah, it's Ford, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Do the math mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. yeah that's a lot. Man.
0: They don't let me do math right. anymore on the show, you
2: Your math. Oh, is that right? It's
0: yeah. vague math. It's not even real math. Well, Fuzzy in, math. And,
2: you know. F- fake numbers. Every, you know, they talk about, they talk about, Everything's big in Texas. You know our crappie have to be ten inches long even to keep one. Woo! No kidding. <laughs> and so that's the way it should be. It's though. Uh, twenty-five crappie a day, ten-inch limit. Now over in Mississippi, around Grenada, it's fifteen a day, but they got to be twelve inches long. Wow. Yeah. I think you're can talking can... about some monster crappies yeah, over long. there in Mississippi. <sighs> <laughs> at Enid, Sardis, Grenada, those lakes right there produce some monster crappies.
0: Phil, you get any... If you, you like want to catch
2: a three-pounder, if you want to catch a three-pounder, that's the lake to go to, Grenada, Mississippi. I,
0: I've, that's, that's kind of what I've read. The best I've ever, crappie I've ever had was about a 15-and-a-half-inch crappie.
2: Whoa. But yesterday, yesterday at Lake Hartwell... Right here where they're having the Bass Masters Classic, a friend of mine caught a four-one. What? Four, four pound, pound. That's holy. Oh, four wow. pound one ounce crappie on Lake Hartwell yesterday.
0: Holy cow! And what did he catch him on?
2: I don't know. He's, Besides he's a hook, a secret. hook. He's holding the secret out.
0: Is, Is he? Oh boy! Tackle but
2: I'll find t- out tomorrow. I'll find out tomorrow what he's catching them on. But uh, <laughs> call us back, <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> I, I hope he was using one of my jokers or one of my shad pole lures or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But you uh, need to
3: tackle your friend, take his cell phone, find the coordinates to that lake. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: that's incredible. Oh,
2: oh, yeah, e- exactly. But uh, no, we uh, you know for the last thirty years. Um, we've been promoting Mr. Crappie and crappie fishing products all all across the United States. And, of course, I do the TV shows for Protein Journal. I do all the crappie segments there and also on Fish Hard on the Sportsman and Pursuit channels. And uh, uh, I think we do a great job of teaching. That's, That's my big deal is teaching people how to catch crappie. If I fail at that, you know my products are, are no good. That's how
1: I found you a few years ago. While well, it was just doing some research on crappie fishing, and it came up—I don't even remember—I don't remember where you were, but you were talking about you know, different tackle to use, different rod to use, how to present the bait, and uh, and and it was you know very informative uh, and a very informative. I think it was a YouTube video, if I'm not mistaken but no you're you're 100 right
2: we've got a bunch of stuff out there on youtube and of course uh you go to protein journal we got a lot of stuff there over the last six years uh we've got a lot of footage on catching big crappie small crappie all sizes of crappie uh You know, I even put small ones on TV. Of course, Bill Dance wouldn't do that. But, (laughs) hey, you know, hey, you're just catching fish, you know. Uh, Yeah. And uh, um, it makes me feel good to actually teach someone how to go out and catch a fish and uh, be successful at it every time they go.
1: So, So how did you get started crappie fishing?
2: Man, you know, I had a neighbor... Well, actually, I was in the plumbing business, and I was a plumber, and uh, at the local plumbing shop where you get your supplies, there was a guy by the name of Jack Caldwell, and Jack wanted to take me crappie fishing and kind of teach me how, and we were wade fishing, you know, wading with a pair of waders and taking a nine or ten foot rod and Poking it back up in the bushes and stuff like that. Yeah. And wade fishing during the spring because the crappie come into the brush, they come into the banks when they go shallow in the spring, and you wade around and drop that jig around those cattails or up in the grass or briar patches, flooded bushes, all of that. Any of that structure provides the number one structure for all game fish, and that's shade. And so. Back then, I didn't know anything about it, but hey, we were catching fish like Notamar, uh, in shallow. Actually, I was using a fly rod because there wasn't any Wally Marshall rods and reels. There wasn't <laughs> any Mr. Cropi product. You know, I, I didn't even own a boat at the time. Uh, matter of fact, the first tournament I ever fished and the first tournament I ever won, which was that one, I didn't even own a boat. And so... All I had was a pair of waders, and back then in Croppy Thorn was the first tournament trail came to Texas, and I think there were like 287 teams in the tournament. Wow. And I, and I had found a little old patch of cattails on Cedar Creek Lake uh, behind this guy's house, and so I had to go into this neighborhood, visualize this, I went into this neighborhood, walked in between the houses, went down to the lake, and started catching crappie out of the cattails.
1: This is your first tournament, right?
2: Yeah, and I was, I was actually practicing for the tournament, you okay. know, just trying to find some fish. And uh, I was about two weeks away from the tournament, and all of a sudden, it come a big snowstorm, and I was like, oh no, man, my fish are going to be gone. And it was about 300 yards of cattails in behind on this bank line, but one area was extremely green. All the cattails were pretty and green and everything. And so I was like, why is this green here? Well, behind this one house, they had a boathouse there that was kind of dug into the land, and it had concrete. Mm -hmm. It was a concrete boathouse, uh, and it went up into the land a little bit, and there was water up in there. And all these green cattails and when I was fishing, I kept hearing this pump come on. Well, the gray water from the house that has the dishwasher, oh my. the washing machine on that on that line, and it was pumping what come out of the washing machine, which is washing powders, <laughs> has all the you know, it has all the <laughs> What do you call it all the chemicals
3: detergents,
0: yes. that
2: heat the water up that turns the it it's like fertilizer oh, and no so kidding. all these cat, all these cattails were green right there behind that uh boathouse or in front of that boathouse out in the lake, yeah, and so. I went back to work that week and I told a buddy of mine, I said, Hey, man, let's fish this crappie tournament down here. It's coming to Texas down at Cedar Creek Lake. He goes, Man, I don't know nothing about Cedar Creek. And I said, Okay. So, anyway, I live about an hour and a half from the lake and I put on a pair of waders. That morning at the house, got in my truck, picked Joel up, Joel Peacock. He was my partner. He was an electrician. I'm a plumber. We're driving to the lake. Wow. And of course, I put my waiters on way too soon. I'm burning, slap up, you know, sweating. <laughs> I mean, you know, just driving down the road, you know, and just all hyped up about it. Couldn't hardly <laughs> sleep the night before. And we get to the, we get in front of this guy's house, and Joel goes, "What are we doing?" I said, "We're gonna go in between these houses here and catch him crappie out these cattails down here because he had never been there." It's some we go down there and uh I got one foot in the water and I start jerking them crappie out of them cattails and, and I throwed one up on the bank and I turned around and looked at Joel and he was drinking a beer. And I was like <laughs> My man Dude, what are you doing? He said he said, Man, I'm nervous. I ain't never fished in a tournament before. I said, Man, I ain't either. I said, Get them waiters on and get out of here. Yeah. And so we started catching fish, and uh, it got about 11 o'clock, and I was like, man, Joel, I'm getting hungry. And so we tied our fish off there to this uh, stick. We had a stringer of fish, <laughs> and you could weigh 20 fish, okay? And so uh, we, we tied our fish off, we go to the hamburger place, and we stayed gone about an hour. We're in a tournament, dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> you left the you tournament for an hour. <laughs> yeah, I left the tournament for an hour. And your fish. And, so we, <laughs> and my fish. And so we go back, and of course, it wasn't, you didn't have to keep them alive or nothing, you know, you could weigh them or alive back then. And so it was 20 crappie in the weigh-in, okay? Yeah. And so we go back, and the fish are biting again, and we're just catching fish left and right. We don't have no scale. We don't have no way to weigh them. We just look at the fish and go, okay, this one's bigger than that one, da-da-da-da. We put them in a plastic garbage bag, (laughs) no water. We drive 32 miles to the weigh-in, and I get there with five minutes to go, and we're at the end of the line. And there was 287 teams in this tournament.
3: Damn! Oh, wow. You're
2: talking about weighing some fish now. They weighed fish that day. Anyway, we're at the other line. We put the put the stuff in the bucket or in the basket to weigh them, and the guy picked it up. And he goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We may have a new leader." What? Sure, sure enough, we took the lead by over a pound. Dang! Wow. Out of 200- and so we were the last ones to weigh in. There wasn't nobody else.
1: Wow.
2: and so they said, "Well, you're gonna have to take a lie detector." And I was like, holy crap. (laughs) So they take me down to this hotel room, and there's this Texas Ranger. I'll never forget him, this big old Texas Ranger that cowboy had on. Walker. (laughs) And he got me in this room, and he's like, okay, have you ever taken the lie detector before? And I was like, no, sir. And I was shaking. Boy, I was like, man, I can't believe this. So he puts me in this chair. He turns me backwards. He hooks me up to this machine stuff on my fingers, stuff around my waist, everything. And uh, he goes, okay, I'm going to ask you some questions so I can set my machine to where I can tell whether you're lying or not. And answer, yes or no. And so I go, okay. And the first question, have you ever stole anything? <laughs> I said, yes, sir. When I was in the fifth grade, I stole a candy bar. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, dude. He said, just answer yes or no. <laughs> and I was telling him I was stealing a candy bar down at Cooter's grocery store when I was in the fifth grade. So, anyway, we go back, we take it, and he said, end of the deal, he goes, well, we got a problem. Uh-oh. I said, oh, no. Uh oh! He said, "We got a new winner." Uh-huh. I said, Who is it? So I go, "Who is it?" He goes, "You, dummy!" <laughs> <laughs> so I, I come running out of that hotel room, man, jumping up and down going uh-huh. thirty-five hundred dollars in no nineteen eighty-seven, and I thought I had more money than anybody. I was just like uh-huh. unbelievable. Do, do, do you remember you almost- what
1: the uh, buy-in was for
2: that? The buy-in was seventy-five dollars for the team. Nice.
0: Wow. I bet you lost your burger then.
2: Oh, man, I'm telling you, we was jumping up and down. And, of course, there was a, I'll never forget, there was a whiskey company that sponsored the tournament named Rebel Yell.
0: I've got a bottle sitting and on my desk. I knew you were going to uh, say that. How? Yeah.
2: Hey, and I still have the bottle with the jig taped to the top of it. And I had everybody at the tournament sign it that wanted to sign my bottle.
1: That's cool. That's great. I just
2: never, never, cracked, never, cracked, never cracked the lid on it. Never crack the lid on it. Still got it today.
0: Same here, but, bud.
2: Uh, we need to get out in the garage there. and do some karate. <laughs> uh, there were some people there that was from the industry, fishing industry, from Eagle Claw, there was, people, there was another guy that represented plain old tackle boxes, men buckets, B&M poles, uh, different, different crappie, bets, bets, floats, and jigs. And so he came up to me and he goes, Hey, man, would you be interested in being an ambassador for my products? And I was like, yeah, Dave, what, what does it consist of? And he said, well, where do you live? And I said, I live in Garland, Texas. He said, so do I. He said, why don't you come by someday? So I eventually went by, and basically Jim Cunningham, that was with Duncan Lewis Sales, and that day started me in this industry, and he told me one thing. He said, never take anybody's products that you won't use, and never lie to anybody in the industry. Never lie to anybody in the fishing industry. Do not take their products if you're not going to use them. Right. And I learned a lot from Jim Cunningham and, uh, my first sponsor, which I landed, which is another story, uh, two years later, or no, about one, the, the, the following that summer, I went to Las Vegas and uh, to the ICAST show. Yeah. And I only had $400 to my name. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it was some trying times, you know, and you go to the ICAST show in Las Vegas, and you can't afford a hotel room, but I stayed in the guy's camper, so you actually couldn't go to sleep to like one in the morning where it cooled down enough to where you could actually just pass out. Oh, you know? man. <laughs> it's a man so, That's terrible Get up the next day And I go to the show And it's set up day And I'm walking through there And they're like Hey Woo how you doing I was like Oh wait a minute So I go to this next booth And I'm looking at their products Woo just get anything that you want Go on down the way And I go Maybe they're not Seeing my name right on my shirt You know I just had Wally Marshall on there yeah. And uh just a plain shirt with Wally Marshall and other nails on it. And so anyway, I get to all these booze and the guy goes, Hey Woo, how you doing? I go, Hey man. Who in the hell's Woo? <laughs> and I, and I, and I, they're like, Aren't you Woo Days? Oh uh, the the best fisherman? Oh, no, man. I'm not Woo Days. And so i got all these lures. i got a whole bag of lures. i got a whole bag of lures. I'm talking about a big bag. I could barely tote it, you know. And so I go over to the hotel next door to the Hilton, and I'm looking for my buddy over there, and I get on this elevator to go up to his room. And the elevator opened, and there stood Woo Days and his wife, Patty. I didn't, know from, I didn't know him from Adam. Did you give him his lures? I go, and I go, I go, ma'am, do you think I look like your husband? <laughs> she goes, well, y'all kind of resemble a little bit. And so uh, I said, man, I've been walking around the show all day. They've been calling me Woo. I said, hey, buddy, here's your lures. I gave him the whole bag. I gave him the whole bag of lures. He goes, he goes, dude, where do you get all these? Because Wu will take anything, okay? Believe me, he was the king of caps. When he went to shows, he was, he'd go around getting all these caps. Then his wife, Patty, would sell them at the Bass uh, <laughs> tournament. She would sell them. And so, anyway, he probably sold my lures, too, so whatever. <laughs> but uh, That's me and Wu become great friends after that, you know, over the years and of course, we've been with Bass Pro Shop together, and I've been up to to uh, Virginia and rabbit hunted with uh, Wu. And he does rabbit hunting. He does uh, flounder commercial fishing. He does a lot of things like that. But but basically, uh, I went to the next day, I walked into Blackmore Lure Company out of Branson, Missouri. I walked into their booth, and I talked to Joe Hall. Joe Hall's daddy, Bert Hall, invented the Roadrunner in 1958. No kidding. The the Roadrunner Lure. And so I went to a lot of booths there in that ICAST show and got back home. And, of course, I sat by the phone. It was before cell phones. And I sat by the phone for days and days and days. No calls, no calls. Everybody told me, oh, man, we'll do this, we'll do that. You know, never got a call. Then in October, I got a call from Joe Hall at Moore Lure Company. And he said, man, I just remember you coming in our booth, and I think maybe there's something we could do together. I don't know what it is, but uh, we'll start out with 12 dozen Roadrunners. And Roadrunners back then was like five ninety five a pack or, or a card. You with me? Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Five ninety five a card, I got twelve cards. And so what I started doing is I started inundating them with magazine articles or newspaper articles and all kinds of articles. For years and years and years. Today I've been with Blakemore Lure Company for thirty one years. No kidding. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I am
1: awesome. looking at uh I'm looking at some of their
2: uh lures here right now. Yes. And uh actually Joe Hall sold Blakemore to GTI companies in Alabama about twelve years ago, I think. And uh but anyway, that's how I got started. And uh ten years later I trademarked Mr. Crappie uh when I was with Bass Pro Shops. I signed on at Bass Pro Shops in nineteen ninety seven and I designed crappie rods and reels for Bass Pro.
0: I have two of those. Do you? I have two of the the wallie marshall specials,
2: no kidding the eleven foot right.
0: rods I have one in red one yeah. in green and uh yeah uh i used is that what i used it, up at memorial uh-huh
1: there you go mm-hmm.
0: nice um I love that rod with a uh a what a i don't even know the official name but it's a it's it's basically like one of those stick bobbers that lay on their side now. And you can even mm-hmm. you can see the minnow on it underneath. I like to fish mm-hmm. a lot of live bait, Wally, and you're, I, talk,
2: you're talking about like a pencil core,
0: yeah. And I can see that bo- mm-hmm. th- that thing just vibrating on the top of the water. That lets me know that my minnow is still alive. And I love the mm-hmm. action on the bobber because you can see it start to come up off the water into a vertical mm-hmm. presentation when the fish starts. You know, nibbling, playing with it. Right. Then it slowly starts to bring it down underneath the water. And it's so subtle, so sly. And with that 11-foot rod, then there's no reeling, guys. It's just a lift. It's like ice fishing. Lifting. 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 Fish lifting. Fish lifting, if you want to. That's it.
3: I'm very very perceptive of this story, by the way, on how to become, uh, you know, very... Successful crappie fishermen from the time of, you know, shoplift and, uh, you know, a CUDA grocery <laughs> store um, <laughs> candy bar, candy bar <laughs> to go right go right into trespassing and fish where the, any kind of sediment water is from somebody doing something yeah. they're not supposed to. You got into, the background for it, bud.
2: Yeah. So a little bit of that. <laughs> was yeah, and say the, and maybe, safer. for seven years, <laughs> there wasn't any rules. That you had to fish out of a boat, and finally, they put in the Wally rule. That you had to fish out of a
3: boat. Make sure uh, your buddy's got a warm beer before you start. Wear your waiters way too long. Yeah. Find a good buddy that looks just like you to get free stuff, <laughs> and become friends with them. And don't forget the Burger Stop. Yes, and the Burger Stop is a For must. For an hour. Don't forget man. your garbage oh, bag yeah. and put all your fish in. That's yeah. a great story. It was a good story. <laughs> and
2: and us and, tournament, and tournament today, man. I don't even eat. <laughs> Dude, you fish all day long. You might drink some water. That's about it. Yeah,
0: Man. yeah. So, That's awesome.
2: Then I, then I had this then I had this deal to where I would take pimento cheese sandwiches. Like we we fished a tournament down at Livingston Lake in Texas one time. And so I got this made some pimento cheese sandwiches. And we won the tournament. And so from then on for a snack, we'd have some pimento cheese sandwiches before before or during the tournament, you know, if you wanted a snack. So believe me, <laughs> if you believe wanted to me win today right. <laughs> I, hey man, I tell you what, it's it's amazing. Uh, you get kinda you kinda get that away, you know, you get like quirky things that you do or you see a red bird or you see you know, that's my guy, the redbird. Because when the redbirds are whistling, the crappie are biting. Gotcha. Everybody always says, when you see the dogwoods blooming, yeah. man, you late. <laughs> you, you're late. You're late. Cause <laughs> they're, they're gone. They've hey, they been biting for a month before that, you know. So
1: That's cool. But,
2: uh, no, with my first opportunity with when Bass Pro Shock called me, and wanted me to design rods for them. I was like, you know what, man, I don't know. I don't know about that, you know, cuz Zebco had approached me a year before and we built samples and everything and then they called me and said, "Well, we're not going to be able to try be able to pay you on this deal." And I go, "What? Pay me? You going to pay me <laughs> or you ain't going to build them?"
0: Oh boy. And so
2: they had already approached Bass Pro Shop about it, see, and I didn't know that. And so Bass Pro called me and said, hey, man, we want to we sign you up and design rods for us. And so I did a 15-year stint with Bass Pro and started out with just three rods and an eighth of a page in the catalog in 97, little old bitty square, and I said, Well, how many rods do y'all want to sell? And they said, Well, if we sell five thousand the first year, that'll be great. And we sold like eleven thousand.
0: There you go.
2: And so it was it was all like Donkey Kong and for fifteen years it was a heck of a run and then Bass Pro wanted to buy my brand. Yeah. Mr. Crockett. And, you know, my brand came around about six months after I signed because every time I would do a story with somebody or an article, they'd call me the crappie guru. They'd call me the crappie king. They would call me all kinds of names, you know. And so I got to thinking, well, there's Mr. Twister. There's Mr. Catfish. There ought to be a Mr. Crappie. And so I called Joe Hall at Blakemore Lure Company. And I told him, I said, Joe, I got a question. I said, I think I'm I'm thinking about trademarking Mr. Crappie. And there was a long pause. He said, if you don't, I am. (laughs) So I went to the local library and checked with him to find out, hey, Is it already taken? Anybody got it? Nope. Ain't nobody got it. So I went to an attorney and trademarked Mr. Crappie. And ever since then, guys, it's been a lot of work. I never quit. I never give up. Uh, A lot of people may not have done what I've done, but just like being at the Bassmasters Classic, only crappie fishermen here, or cropping professional here, but it's, if you want to do it bad enough, you know, it's like, well, why did you go to that tackle show? Or why did you go to that boat show? What did it pay? It didn't pay nothing. That's just where I wanted to be. Yeah. And so now it's like, you know, we're really rocking. So I actually walk into my job and say, Hey guys, Not at the end of the week, not at the end of the month, but in 10 minutes, I'm quitting my job here at the Garland School District. As a plumbing superintendent, I just quit. You know, just give it up. Peace. And walked away. Just walked (laughs) away. Saw that limb off behind you. If You know what I'm talking about, saw that limb off.
3: I do that every day in my mind.
2: I say that that same
3: thing every single day to my boss.
2: Yep. Hey, it's like you walk in there. And the day that I left, my high school baseball coach, Chuck Cornett, that played for the Boston Red Sox, was my high school baseball coach and was my immediate boss at the school district. And I walked in there and told Coach, I said, he goes, I need you to go to South Garland today to check on a leak. And I go, not today, Coach. I said, "Uh, not at the end of the month, not at the end of the week, not at the end of the day, but in 10 minutes, I'm quitting. Deuces. He, goes, he goes, man, if something's wrong, man, you need to go home and think about it. And I'll just count you here. And something must be really bad. And I go, no. I said, I can't chase my dreams here. I can't chase my dreams being here at the school district. He goes, man, I envy He said, man, I yeah. wish I could go with you. I said, you've been here 31 years, Chuck. You can go with me. We can go play golf today. We can walk out of here, and I guarantee it, when I walked off of that job, that rock fell off my shoulder, and it's still rolling, brother. That's
1: cool. That's wonderful. That's great.
2: And over the years, we design a lot of new stuff for crappie anglers. I listen to people, and that's what's made it so successful is because I listen to people of their needs. What do we need? And I have access to, you know, all the manufacturers to build some of the greatest crappie products ever.
0: And, and, That's awesome. And I thank you for doing that because I've caught a few pounds of crappie because of you, Wally. I, I appreciate that. Oh. What, uh, what new stuff do you got coming out this year, Wally?
2: Well, I, I design uh, knives for buck dives. I designed some fillet knives. I've got those with buck knives. I've got the fish pick with buck knives, which is a hook remover, a hook sharpener, and a hook remover called the fish pick. That's a really great product with buck. Also, I've got a new product with TH Marine called Minnow Maker, which takes care of your bait in the live well, in the minnow bucket, or... The producer of minnows, like minnow farms, because we sell it from a fifty-five gallon barrel. It's a liquid, not a crystal chemical. All of ours is liquid, okay? So you can measure. You can measure it better, and uh, one ounce treats ninety gallons. Whoa! It is great stuff, man. It keeps the slime on your fish. It takes out all the uh, chlorine. It takes out all the hard metals. It does all of that.
3: Yeah, it's one and of so, the it's one of the issues I have with my bait tank at the house. I have a very large bait tank that I keep bluegills in, and to get the hard hard trace minerals, to get the hard water out of it is is sometimes can be a challenge with with different products. So I'm interested in looking well, into
2: that. Well, well, here's the deal: a lot of people that go to the bait shop and they're going to get minnows. They're trying to stick a pound of minnows in a little old gallon bucket.
3: Right.
2: And they wonder why and they wonder why they die. Right. Well, here's the deal. The water's got to be cool. You got to have oxygen, and you got to have treatment that keeps the bait fresh, keeps the slime on them, and also my product, if you've got a fish that's in trouble or bleeding where you hooked him, you can pour it directly on the spot, and it will heal that fish up, and he'll be alive at weigh-in time.
3: That's impressive. So, yeah.
2: Very, very very, good product. I've got a new line of rods with uh, the Wally Marshall Speed Sticks by Lose. Yeah. Um, that's a new line of rods. Uh, you can check that out at lose.com. Uh, you can check out all of my crappie products at thmarine.com that we were talking about. Minimaker. Okay. And um, also with Buck Dives, I've got a new ruler, a measuring device that lights up. The whole ruler lights up for guys that fish at night, uh, late evening, early morning. Lay it on me. Uh, <laughs> just push the button. Hey, push the button, put your fish on there, measure them up, and the light shines through the fish's tail it's wow. really cool cool yeah so and i and it's called the nrg bump board by buck Nice. cool the energy, energy. the energy
0: bump board i see what they i did,
2: wanted though. to call it the. i wanted to call it the check-a-lotta. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like check one. a lot of i like that a lot of hey check a lot of fish dude amen right, brother check a lot, <laughs> check hey, a lot of tail I was, I was with i was with some bass fishermen at the uh at the ICAST show at the Buck Booth, and uh, I think it was Paul Nick and uh, Bill Lloyd and his guys around there. And see, I made the ruler twenty-one inches long, and uh, and they go, "What do you call this one?" I said, "I call this a check a lot." I said, "Catch a lot of check a lot." He said, "What if you don't catch?" What if you don't catch a lot? And I said, that's the reason I made it 21 inches for bass fishermen. Amen. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> oh man, I killed him. I in the spot. Burn. But, uh, amen. But, uh, if you go to Mr. <coughs> uh, you can check out all my products. Uh, some of the new ones is not on there. I'm kind of behind. I'm not really the geek of the week, you know, type guy. So, I've got other people doing my website. Uh, I also uh, I post a lot on Mr. Crappie Facebook. Yeah. I do that. And uh, people can actually contact me through my website because it says Contact Mr. Crappie. Nice. And that actually comes to my cell phone, and people uh, call in you know, or get on there, and they think they're talking to a company, and then I call them back, and they're like, dude. You do call them back. <laughs> I do call them back. Yeah, yeah. I do call them.
1: Yeah. We can yeah. attest to that. They, so, yeah. Wally, so, one last question, because I know you gotta get, we got to get you out of here quick, but one last question before we cut you loose. A new crappie fisherman, what are the top three things that that person should get right away before they even get on the water?
2: Here's here's the deal. Get get a map of the lake that you're wanting to fish. Go to your computer and pull up Google Earth. Okay. And have the map land there, and you're looking at Google Earth. And, like, if you want to fish structure, trees, laydowns, what all, you know, visual structure you can see it on Google Earth that you don't see it on the map. And you can also see where all the boathouses are and that type of structure and see where the creek channels run underneath the docks. So you can... But you got to do your homework first, okay? And then you go out and, like, first of the year... I go fishing with my depth finder. I leave my rods at home. I use my depth finder because throughout the year, we got floods, we got turbulence, we got um, uh, current, and all rivers and all lakes change year to year. Yeah, And so I go up the creeks because the crop here in the creeks early in the spring, I go up the creeks like in January and I start scanning with my side imaging and down imaging and I find all these new log jams and logs and structure and I can see the fish on it because a lot of people just go fishing they only have one spot and they catch a lot they go, take their buddies back the next day and guess what
3: nothing nothing
2: well, that's stevie
0: yeah. you just named my you cousin stevie been here
2: yesterday brother <laughs> so i guess they're not biting so you only had that one spot But if you had multiple spots to fit, you would be successful. Stevie
0: waits till someone else catches and he jumps in their spot. We call it short drifting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I call that big holing. I call that big Big (laughs) hole. Big holing. Yeah, big holing. If you're in the back of the boat and he's on the front of the boat, well then you can't get up there to get to the hole.
3: Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Well, if you ever find yourself up here in Pennsylvania and you're bored, you know, get a hold of us. We uh we have a couple of secret crappie spots that are like really good secrets of Pennsylvania. Some we, of them are even private lakes that most people can't get into. So
0: we dabble in crappie.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. If I ever get back to Pennsylvania, the last time I was there, I was at that northeastern show, the big eastern show, the yes, outdoor sir. show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was there. I was there. Me and Timmy Horton were there with Bass Pro Shops. Okay. It snowed thirty-six inches. Yeah. Then
0: you're in the right place, brother. Yeah, yeah. That's us. <laughs> you found hey, it. You, you found, found it was it.
2: over the car door. Was, it was over the car door. You are here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, that's what, true. Was, what and was, was that? I was like, dude. I need to get back to Texas. I had to stay there like three extra days. Well, wow. make
3: make, make, a, make a trip up Late here 90s. in May sometime. And uh, the crappies aren't as big down there, but we, we sure do have the numbers. You know, they're they're fun. Like you said, they're fun to catch. And you sure can catch a pal of them.
2: And here's what I have to say about that. If you're going to take a kid fishing, taking brown fishing, bluegill fishing, or crappie fishing. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. If you take him fast fishing, you're going to You him. Gonna, he ain't going to want to go back. Yeah. Whatever. I took a guy's kid fishing one time that worked for the Dallas Cowboys. The kid was like five years old. We went to Cedar Creek Lake, and we caught a limit of crappie with a snoopy pole.
0: <laughs> I believe
2: it. We got it, out, we got it out for his son. He caught about five fish. And he started playing with the fish and doing extra, and he didn't want to cast out. He wanted to play with the fish. And so me and my buddy just sat there and casted that Snoopy rod and caught 50 crappie <laughs> and went to the house that <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> Wally, you've got to come back because we've barely scratched the surface of crappie man, fishing. I'll, man,
2: I'll come back. I'll come back and visit with you guys anytime. And uh, we're going to... Head out to dinner
1: here. All right, I brother. really
2: appreciate y'all taking of me, and just tell everybody to go to mrcroppy.com dot com, and uh, I'll be glad to talk to everybody. We right.
0: will, and we we can't wait to get you back on here because I've got to talk about all your techniques yep. in the next show. Awesome.
2: So, well, thank oh, you. Yeah. shooting dogs, trolling, we can do it all. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Vertical jig, the whole bit. All right, guys. That's, oh yeah! Thanks again, Wally. I, you know, um, again for coming on, guys. Where can they find us? www.ruttenriverpursuits.com. They can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Castbox.
3: At R2 Pursuits on Instagram. I would follow us individually. Some of my brothers here are picking it up lately. I'm very impressed, Stevie. Yeah, yeah. Your Instagram's looking good. Oh. R2 Buck. Oh,
0: Stevie's raised the bar. Don't even give me any credit. Just Stevie don't go
3: to R2 DK, David Cow, whatever it's called. Just don't go to that
0: one. R2 yeah. David Cow. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it was. They call you DK,
1: dude. They they? That's you a DK. pretty good one. I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah. A lot of pictures awesome. of deer
3: soap on there. Thank All
1: right, you guys. guys. Mr. Crappie, check him out. All right. Later.
0: All right. See
2: ya. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thank you. Wally. Rigging
0: weedless. Uh, my mama was from Cassville. Uh, Cassville.
2: Yeah. Right. Cassville.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Eureka.
2: Is that Cassville, Arkansas, or is that Cassville, Missouri,
0: Missouri, right across the border from basically Bentonville or Pea Ridge. Right. I
2: know where it is. Cassville. But, That's where the strike is. Yeah. Is it?
0: Okay. Yeah. Up around, yeah.
2: Bucky,
1: you mind if we do a podcast now with our guests? I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wally, they get a little jealous of the mid-butts.
1: Oh, yeah, totally jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>